Today on The Tapping Show, Kevin O'Leary on Trump's fraud case causes businesses to avoid New York, Vivek at the Daytona 500, Riley Gaines on a biological man injuring three biological women at a basketball game causing the women to forfeit, Anheuser Bush Michelob Ultra Post is ultra boring, Capital One to acquire Discover at a 26% premium, Walmart buys Vizio TV, and General Motors halts the sale of Chevy Colorado due to software bugs. All of that and much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of the month. So if you could click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now going over to the business part of the podcast, you have Capital One to acquire Discover at a 26% premium, which is a pretty penny to say the least. Well, granted, perhaps a more accurate description would be a pretty vintage penny since modern pennies are 99.99% zinc, also known as trash and just copper plated at this point. Now, Capital One perhaps is best known for that old funny commercial, at least best way I know them anecdotally speaking, is from those funny commercials probably about a decade or so ago where they have all the Vikings and they always ask, you know, what's in your wallet? Which perhaps was probably their best marketing campaign because truth be told, it stuck. Though, truth be told, it's not effective enough for me to actually purchase their product or services, but nevertheless, moderately effective for brand awareness, some might argue. Now, it looks like, again, they're reaching the deal to buy Discover Financial and that value is coming in at $35.3 billion. And this would actually put Capital One on top. So this would create the largest U.S. credit card company by loan volume, according to Bloomberg, as well as being the largest deal of the year thus far in terms of acquisitions. They also break down the acquisitions, presents a 26% premium over the current trade market share or market value of Discover. And it still has to pass over regulators, where it'll be interesting to see if there's any pushback from the U.S. government, if they think this will create more of a triopoly with only a couple of really big, I would say there's many options, but there's, a few big players, so to say. Now, they also noted that, you know, last year they had some issues at Discover. It's found out that they had some compliance issues. The CEO actually stopped, stepped down. So, kind of dipped their stock a little bit. So, it'll be interesting to see. Capital One, they claim that they're trying to reach more attractive premium customers. And they think that Discover might be a good mechanism to do so in order to get into that upper echelon of clientele. Now, the downside is, the ever-running joke on Discover is, who takes Discover? Because very few places actually do. I don't know who's in charge of the sales organization at Discover in terms of getting merchants to use their specific you know, credit card. But I remember this is the longest standing joke in Family Guy where they're like, oh, Mr. Discover over here. It's like, no, very few places actually take Discover. Perhaps it's because they're looking at a smaller, smaller number of clients, but higher value. So it'll be interesting to see if that acquisition actually is allowed to go through and how that might bolster their overall sales and portfolio. Other interesting business news, you have Walmart buying Vizio TV for $2.3 billion, which is quite a, that's no Trump change, so to say. Well, unless you're the US government, that's Trump change to them. Now, it looks like this is gonna give Walmart a good opportunity. They sell, they claim to expand its business into ad business. Which again, that's going to have infinitely more profit margins than groceries because groceries are garbage in terms of making money. Truth be told, the grocery industry, on average, you're looking at about 2% profit. So make one mistake and you could easily go out of business overnight. So it's a pretty cutthroat industry. That's why it's also such a small amount of margin. It's one of the reasons why, when was the last time you ever heard of a startup in the grocery industry? Most of the grocery stores that most people patron have been around for decades. And the ones that are growing, again, they're growing, but they're ones that have been established for quite some time. So there's a reason why there's not a lot of competitors, not a lot of people you know, trying to get into the grocery business. And this should definitely help out Walmart is again, they're trying to expand, they're trying to compete more and more against Amazon and Amazon predominantly is a technology company. And obviously there's more margins in technology than you know selling groceries. Now, granted, this will also help out Walmart just advertising as well, but they also sell the TVs at a lot of the stores as well. So they're going to be carrying more of their own products because they'll own it completely. Now, 
They noted that growing its advertising efforts would allow Walmart to compete more effectively with Amazon as the ad profits could be used to speed up shipping and other services in the U.S. Ad revenue from retail media is, is projected to spike nearly 30% this year to $59.6 billion per insider intelligence, which is quite a bit, to say the least. So if, as more and more of these legacy companies start to transition and pivot to more, trying to be more technology companies and try to embrace things that'll actually, you know, enable them to have more profits to reinvest in the business and grow and add more value to clients, I think we're going to see more and more similar actions by the competitors. It'll be interesting to see if Target kind of follows suit and tries to expand into having some of the options as well with another TV brand. But as I always say, time shall tell. Now going over to the culture broad podcast, you have Anheuser-Busch Mickle Ultra post is ultra boring. Now this specifically is from the Anheuser-Busch profile on X Twitter. And granted, they're the company that owns nearly all the beers, it seems. Well, you know, an overwhelming amount, it so it seems. Anheuser-Busch and Bev, the big, big parent company headquartered in Belgium, they own over 40 beer brands. So that's quite a few. Now granted, they also shot themselves in the foot when they hired Dill Mulvaney for 185 thousand dollars i for a couple pictures and video to celebrate dylan's 365 day of womanhood which again i can't imagine i can't it's such an unfathomable amount of money for a couple pictures but nevertheless they thought that would be a good idea and they thought that would maybe boost their sales yeah it didn't Alyssa hydroschild their vp of marketing let's just say she perhaps will be if it was accurately reported she'll be in every business book for couple decades, her and Brendan Whitworth, the current CEO of Anheuser Bush, as the poster child of what not to do as a business. Because again, they pissed off their core customers as well as a lot of people politically here in the middle, wondering why are you giving Double V $185,000 when this individual's average audience age is around 15 years old? And spoiler alert, if you're an international listener or viewer, you can't sell beer to people who are under 21 in the United States. So not much logic behind that particular brand endorsement deal, but nevertheless, they did it and it caused their stock to drop and they caused them to lose hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. Now they're trying to come back and increase their sales. Now the sales that were hit the hardest for the specific brands of the portfolio of over 40 beer brands that they own were Bud Light, Budweiser, as well as Michelob Ultra. Now Bud Light, that's around 30% of their sales just evaporated overnight after April 1st last year when they had that deal with Dill Mulvaney, which is also hilarious that they started, that the news broker that started April 1st it it was a joke in terms of the business results as ultimate negative ROI. Now, in terms of Budweiser, those sales are down around mm, 10 to 12%, but Michael Boltra, that's more around three to 5% week over week compared to the same fiscal weeks, you know, last calendar year before the controversy. So Michael Boltra is one of the ones that are less affected by it. And I think maybe that's why they're gonna start increasing and ramping up their marketing in terms of trying to grow the brands that haven't been so negatively impacted. I mean, partially because the average consumer might not know it's owned by uh, the parent company. Now, Michael Ultra, this one, now ironically, all these pictures that they have on their, on their social media, they have a little disclaimer, or a little text that says message for 20 year one plus, which is, I mean, why do they care about that now? They were paying someone $185,000 when that person's average audience age was about 15 years old. So it's interesting that now they're pretending, or at least they're trying to pretend or maybe they do actually authentically don't want to sell beer to minors. Now, this is a pretty lackluster tweet or post, as they call, I guess they call it these days. And Anheuser-Busch said, quote, raise your hand if you wish you were here right now, unquote. And they did use a hand emoji. And it's a picture of, it's 2024, so I, I'm not, I, I can't fathom. Maybe this is a man, maybe this is a woman. It is a hand with a black painted fingernail holding a can of Michelob Ultra, which... Unless it's Halloween, has that ever been attractive? Like black fingernail paint. I I know they have every color on the planet these days. I mean, you see red, that's pretty common. You see pink sometimes. Maybe you see a purple every once in a while. At, unless you're at Hot Topic. I don't think I've ever actually seen someone with black, yeah, black painted fingernail in real life. Is that a new thing on the TikTok I don't know about? Yeah, is that trending? Again, again, another marketing blunder. The person is, again, you can see the whole logo on the can. The can has some condensation. Spoiler alert, the can isn't opened. I don't know if that's, perhaps it's a regulatory thing or they're worried about more compliance or more regulations, but 
The can is not actually open in this picture. You don't see the tab popped up on this can, but the, the electric gal's thumb is actually lining up with the red stripe on the Michelob Ultra can. Probably would have been better to have a color that actually is complementary towards red. Maybe have a pink thumbnail. I, I don't know. I thought maybe it'd be cool to blend it into the can. I don't know. I feel like they could have done better. Then in the background, there's some gentlemen looking like they're going to tee off and they're playing some golf, which, again, spoiler alert, consuming alcohol during a coffee experience will not increase your accuracy. Quite the antithesis, usually more often than not, it will decrease your effectiveness as an athlete, with the exception of someone like Bart Chrysler. Pun moderately intended for the pronunciation of his name. And in terms of statistics on this, it is... Abysmal to say the least. And granted, it's I'm taking these I wrote down these statistics around 48 hours after it's posted, that's a couple days. It's had time to brew, pun moderately intended. It only got 3,432 views. Which, again, for a multi-billion dollar company, is basically nothing. It also only got 86 likes, which, again, relatively speaking, nothing. And then they got they got 16 comments. And some they're usually robots or people who are mentally vacuous and just want free stuff. They're not prospective clients who are probably going to buy the product. But maybe maybe this is an outlier. Maybe all the comments are all people overwhelmingly in favor of Michael Ultra and Anastasia Bush. They go, thank you for the reminder. I was about to play golf. Let me go buy some beer. Which, again, amateur golfers, I'm sure, like for work events, if you're hosting like a... Maybe. That makes sense. But, yeah, that's not going to help you hit the ball straighter. Now, the first comment comes from someone by the name of Becca, who responded with a hand raised emoji. Now, no one liked her comment. Not even Anheuser-Busch themselves. And it's not like they're sleeping on the job, but granted the employees at Anheuser-Busch, maybe they are inebriated on the job. Perhaps horrifically they're drinking Bud Light, but they responded to her saying, wish you were here. So it's almost like a half-assed social media campaign. They responded to the person, but they didn't like it. In fact, nobody liked her comment. It is still there. And going to her profile, Bex joined in 2009, so they've been around for quite some time. They have 258 followers, and they are mentally vacuous. Everything is about free crap. They want free Doritos, a free Samsung earbuds. I never heard of Lido Pizza. So all they do is repost for everything from free, what the hell is that? Free tacos, free, what is it? Jarritos and Nike shoes. I'm trying to see if there's anything original. What? This can't be right. Microsoft says they're going to be raffling off a Zune? Really? I don't know how realistic that is. That was posted in 2023 that she reposted that to try and maybe win it. Maybe they, I guess they claim they found it in their stockrooms. That, okay. Weird. So again, everything is just reposting for free crap. So is this someone who's probably going to go out and buy copious amounts of your beverages? Probably not. Now, someone by the name of Kathy Schmitz also responded with an emoji of someone raising a hand. Now, no one liked her post either. Now, Anna Bush did respond to it, and they said, Crap it, cracking open a cold one for you, unquote. I don't know who, but someone did like the response of Anheuser Bush. And if you look at Kathy's profile... She has 82 followers, joined in 2013. And again, she wants free sports balls, memorabilia, free tickets to the Sox. Like is this? Free tickets to a hotel, free tick free bagels, Oreos, like raffles galore. Ulta Beauty, BS gift card raffles. So just want free stuff. It's not an actual fan or a prospective client. Now here's the first one from a verified account. This handsome looking devil, someone called The Topping Show says, quote, hmm, the only positive posts are from profiles that just repost our free stuff. Coincidence, question mark? Now, it wasn't that liked, told transparency. One person though did like it. Might've been a robot or someone, well, certainly I don't know the person, but nevertheless, it was a like. And that was the first thing to be liked of all these comments. See, uh, Knight Rowan, who responded with the video of Dil Mulvaney wearing the Audrey Hepburn outfit and drinking Bud Light, getting two likes. Let's see. Frank Truslow simply responded, Dil Mulvaney. Let's see here. Walt said, quote, isn't that Dil Mulvaney's hand, unquote, getting one like? 
So here, then we get the disclaimers. This could be insensitive. Do you dare click it? Obviously, yes. We click that. Someone by the name of, I don't know why they hit this, Ruthie Adams. She just responded with a hand up or just a hand emoji. And she, let's see, reposting for everything. Free mattresses, going to free coin. So again, just free stuff. So again, not very effective. And then of course you have the disclaimer at the top because they, of course, for this one, they did hide some as well. So the ones that Anders Bush does not want you to know, we'll click that button. We said one, someone by the name of Nikki B says, quote, better stock up after March 1st, there'll be a shortage if a contract isn't signed by the hardworking men and women at the plants, unquote. Bradley Harley said, quote, Sw uh, swing lube, unquote. And Frank Trusco again said, Del Mulvaney, unquote, getting one like. So again, is that very interesting of an advertisement? Just playing on the golf, not really moving the culture topic when it comes to Anheuser-Busch and Beth products or trying to get over the whole business blunder of the year, hiring Del Mulvaney for, again, $185,000 for a couple of video pictures and a video holding the product. So I don't see, I mean, they're spending copious amounts of marketing dollars on pretty much every organization you could think of that used to cater to their old clients. They gave money to good old UFC that a lot of people like. They gave money to Shane Gillis, who's a very famous stand-up comedian. So I, I'm not seeing it move the needle and most of these, granted, anecdotally speaking, we're looking at one social media website, but still, most of the comments are still just roasting them and I can't help but think it probably isn't going to get better anytime soon. Other interesting cultural news, you have Riley Gaines on a biological man who injured three women forcing the entire team to forfeit. Now, this came to us thanks to her individual ex-Twitter profile and Riley Gaines says, quote, trans-identified male player for KIPP Academy in Massachusetts injured three girls before halftime causing Lowell Collegiate Charter School to forfeit. A man hitting a woman used to be called domestic abuse. Now it's called brave. Who watches this and actually thinks this is, quote, compassionate, kind, and inclusive? As a, let's see if there's any sound to this. <laughs> so it's someone who's about twice the size as everyone else on the field. Well, sports ball is not quite accurate. It's not a field in basketball. I believe it is called a court. But nevertheless, there is someone about twice the size of everyone just manhandling them. Just grabbing the ball and twisting it so that the girl just falls to the ground. It is... It would, if it wasn't so heartbreaking for these gals who are trying to get scholarships and compete. It, it's almost something straight out of a comedy. And I think, again, this topic is coming more and more into the cultural forefront. And I think, I think the conversation is going to start changing in the next couple of years where people are going to start setting up either a different division or just saying this isn't appropriate. These people... People are quite literally getting injured from this, not just, you know, the cliche of emotional damage, but you also have the real life injuries as well as the fiscal injuries of the losing scholarships, opportunities. But maybe I'm alone in this assessment. Let, let's dive in the comments and find out. Let's see here. Riley Gaines says, quote, article here, the statement from the school says 2023, but articles and their schedule show that's a mistake on their end. It was just a month just this month in 2024 they got 4.4 thousand paul Suzupa says quote this is really ridiculous men can't play in women's sports period either abide by those rules or all parents need to pull their kids out of the schools it shouldn't be up to the minors to solve this issue unquote getting 5.1 thousand likes betsy tanner says quote people need to quit participating participation equals consent quit consenting with lies and perversion parents be a hero and stand up for your daughters unquote getting 2.6 thousand likes which, again, I can't but wonder where the hell are all the fathers in these instances and how are they allowing this to happen? 
Oh, yeah, in many of these businesses, right now, even seeing someone taking the 12 minute effort to go to Hobby Lobby and paying $1.65 for poster board to take the, put some type of a protest together. I mean, shoot, spending an extra dollar on a nice brand new Sharpie, you can get a little sign of protest right there. And yet, in many of these instances, in the past, we haven't really been seeing that. Yo says, quote, every dad watching their daughter play against this dude is a coward, unquote, getting 6.1 thousand likes. Trump.ai says, quote, guys stealing girls' trophies and beating them up in the process. Hashtag trans women are comment, unquote, getting 2.8 thousand likes. Lewis says, quote, the cowardly male basketball player is disgusting for choosing to play against females, but the people in charge who allow this to happen are way more disgusting. Get, unquote, getting 4.6 thousand likes. Especially synthetic says, quote, they made, a, they made women forfeit to a perverted abuse of men. I'm cooking 2,000 likes. Texas Dog Dad says, quote, well, for a tiny part of the population, the trans community sure is out kicking the coverage on violence. The number of trans shooters in the news, stories like that, these are signs of a deeper psychological problems that are not being addressed by transitioning. I'm cooking 2,000 likes. Augie says, quote, the coach didn't withdraw because of this guy, but because of fear of players being hurt, he should have called out the mayor player, the male player as the cause. I'm quoting 2.4 thousand likes. Texas girl IRN says, quote, ladies, stop playing sports with men. Don't compete. That will end it once and for all. I'm quoting 263 likes. Paul Dame says, quote, after a player of any gender enters are the injures the second player, why aren't they getting a technical violation or getting benched? Were there any consequences for after the third injury? I'm getting 856 likes, which, and granted, these days from politics, political news and political charges to even sports balls, I think everyone can see there's many different standards for different people. And unfortunately, the law is not equally applied to all as it should be. Do one or two more here. Chris Egan says, quote, stop competing against them. Don't give them the satisfaction, unquote, getting 538 likes. Roxanne Hodge says, quote, at no time does their squirrely statement mention the abuse of the female players by men, unquote, getting 599 likes. Actually, we're going to that weak statement now. So the statement from Collegiate Carter School, Charter School. It's a pretty uninspiring name, but nevertheless, maybe I'm mispronouncing it. It sounds really cool. Now, the statement says, quote, Charter School supports decision for forfeit game with Kip Academy. Lowell, Massachusetts. On February 8th, the coach of the Collegiate Charter School of Lowell's girls basketball team decided to end the game after at halftime after watching a third player injured in the game with Kip Academy. The bench was already depleted going into the game with the 12-player roster having four players unable to play. When the coach saw three more girls go down in the first half, leaving him with five players, he made the call to end the game early. The upcoming charter school playoffs are looming, and he needed a healthy and robust bench in four days. Once the third player was injured, the remaining five expressed concern to him about continuing to play. The players feared getting injured and not being able to compete in the playoffs. In an effort to maintain safety for his team, he decided to forfeit. The charter school supports this decision and reiterates its values of both inclusivity and safety for all students. We take the standards set by the MIAA and our board of trustees seriously and strive to uphold them and off the, on and off the court. We also follow the guidance from the MIAA and state laws regarding equality, sorry, equity and access for all student athletes, unquote. So that's, that is the most politically correct saying something without saying something statement I've heard in quite some time. This, whoever wrote this is, you well, know, maybe it's just Chad GDP, but they, I don't know if they're in politics already, but they would make a exceptional politician. Well, not a good politician, but exceptional in the way that they are able to dodge questions and as well as they are as effective as they are able to dodge responsibility. So it'll be interesting to see. I know a lot of people were, let's see, we'll do maybe we'll, a lot of people are worried to express their concerns. I mean, you might lose your job if you say the wrong opinion these days or the right opinion, depending on who you're asking. But I think we're going to see more and more people start to publicly display their disdain for some of these sporting instances. And 
I think the the Overton window is shifting, so to say. And from a culture perspective, you're going to see more and more of these instances gaining more. Well, thanks to X Twitter, you're going to see more and more of them um, being brought forth into the in terms of the cultural lexicon and being brought toward to the attention of folks. So they actually realize because there are some people who don't think this stuff is happening because they only watch the traditional lamestream media. Think you know Fox News, MSNBC. They, they kind of stick to their own lane and they really don't seek additional information. So there are a lot of these topics, culturally speaking, where this happening in real time, but some people just don't believe it. And truth be told, a lot of people are you know working just to keep ahead, just to put food on the table. We've got hyperinflation. This is the last thing on their mind, but it certainly is a important cultural issue and it has some detrimental effects on many parties that are involved, not just safety, but as I mentioned earlier, we have to worry about scholarships, their health, their confidence. It's detrimental. So Riley Gaines is one of the few athletes that actually did take a stand, pun moderately intended. I believe she's quite apt in professional and public speaking as well. But I think you're going to see more and more people start to bring us up to the forefront and be more confident in sharing their opinions. And maybe, I'm not sure what the Las Vegas odds are, but maybe the sporting organizations and the collegiate athletes and maybe they'll change the rules back to the default that it's been for decades upon decades upon decades. Or maybe it'll just become a bifurcated issue or you know, partisan issue where certain states will just have their own way. And if you want to compete in another way, go to another state. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where, where the cards fall to say, but let me know what you thought of this topic. It'd be fascinating to hear, as always, what you have to say. Now, going over to the political part podcast, you have Kevin O'Leary on Trump's fraud, quote unquote, and business implications for New York. Now, this comes to us thanks to Colin Rugg on X Twitter. And he says, quote, Justin, Kevin O'Leary educates CNN host about the Trump fraud trial, says every developer in America will be penalized if Trump is treated the same way. If tre- if they are treated by the same way. Again, I... No matter how many takes I take, pun mildly intended with that clumsy wording, I struggle with speaking. So if you click the subscribe button, I have a theory. It may very well may assist with my speaking ineptitudes. Granted, there are many. But when I first started the show, very few subscribers, a lot of speaking blunders, a lot of them. But slowly but surely, as we built the channel, gotten slightly better. Now, granted, some might argue just a modicum of improvement. However, I would argue improvement nevertheless. So I have a theory that the more subscribers I get, the better I will be able to speak. So again, if you could click that button, and if you already have, especially appreciated of you, if you could share it with the friends, again, I would greatly appreciate it. So this is Kevin O'Leary, the one of the top shark tanks and entrepreneurs, and I'm pretty sure he has businesses in darn near every field these days. We'll go ahead and play this really quick. Wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them? Excuse me, what fraud? I don't, I, this is not about Trump anymore. When you I know. get a developer, when you get a developer that builds a building and he says it's worth $400 million and he wants to borrow $200 million from a bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including every American city, every developer is an entrepreneur. They shine the light on their building and they say it's worth 400. The bank does its own due diligence, as was done in this case, because they're very good at it, the banks are very good, and they say, no, it's worth 300. We're only gonna loan you 150 million. That haggling has gone on for decades. That's how it works. And then in this case, even, the bank that was supposedly defrauded testified and said, we didn't lose anything. We wanna do business with this guy again. We'd like to, but the judge said, no, 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 no. Let's penalize this developer for 355 million. And if we're going to do that, let's penalize all the developers, all across America, they've all done the same thing. All of them should go to jail and we should stop building buildings. That's what the message is from New York. Even the governor herself is concerned about what this looks like to investors all around the world. It's not just U.S. domestic. All around the world, people are talking about what happened here. You really think people want to invest money in New York after this? How about we go somewhere else? How, I think there are to... people who would, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to converse well, with you, you instead. you just did. I, it's, it's only because I want you're, to have a conversation, a, you know Kevin, I as opposed you to just you know, having I respect you because you're a lawyer. 
You're a lawyer. You understand exactly. That's got to be the first time someone said that. I respect you because you're a lawyer. Well, uh, I wouldn't go that far. I'm talking about. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm respectable for a number of reasons, Kevin O'Leary, but being a lawyer is one of those issues. But I'll tell you, when I, when I hear your conversation, and I do want to converse with you about this point, I understand that there are legitimate concerns that were raised during the trial and will continue to be raised about who the quote-unquote, who is actually bringing the suit. It wasn't the banks who were saying that we as consumers are unsophisticated feel this way, but Letitia James, the Attorney General, and I know you want to expand beyond Trump, has suggested, well, it's about making the playing field level for those who are not the major and billionaire investors, but for those who are supposed to put business records out there, want to get a loan, the idea of making sure that they have to have the same true statements included as those who have a lot more money. Is there any weight to that for you? Well, I asked you who lost money, and I'll make it even clearer. You and I, we're developing a data center together, and I say to you, we can go to New York where this just happened. It's your money now. You're now an investor and you're taking risk. You're an entrepreneur with me, right beside me. We're together on the deal. Or I can show you Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia, where the governors actually ran businesses. Let's go there where this never happened before. They have power. They have permits. They've got legislation that's supportive of entrepreneurship. Why would we go to New York? Why take the risk? My only point is, did we just diminish the great state of New York and the great people of New York? And shouldn't they ask for better management so they don't become a flyover state? Remember, New York has the highest taxes in the country, the worst regulatory environment, and it's incredibly mismanaged. And I'm pointing out now, on top of that, you get this insanity, a, a victimless crime. And forget about Trump. It's not about Trump. I don't care about Trump in this. I care about America, and I care about entrepreneurship, and I care about democracy and the fairness. The judicial system is now being criticized. People are asking themselves, the bar of New York, is this judge rational to charge $355 million in a case where no one lost any money? Is that good for the people of New York? Should the people of New York wake up to this and say, what's happening to us? Why is this becoming so perverse? Why are we the focus of this injustice? And I have nothing to do with Trump. I'm not supporting Trump. I'm supporting American entrepreneurship. And New York is slowly becoming the number one loser state in America. I'm sorry, that's what's happening. Couldn't have said it better myself, because again, there are already a big, big high, high number of hoops you have to jump through just to do business in New York. After this, would you ever construct a building over there? Again, businesses are risk averse. They don't want to go into that situation if there's a possibility this could happen to them. And perhaps one of the most well-known or most memorable things Trump has ever said in his entire campaign I would say in its entire presidency, truth be told, they're not, he once said to the effect of something of, they're not going after me, they're going after you, I'm just in the way. And we've actually seen similar instances where people have been persecuted based on their politics. I remember Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, was also, he had his product pulled out of some stores, they had some contracts fall because of his political affiliations. And in this case, again, the banks agreed. You saw the same instance with Elon Musk, when Elon Musk, the board directors, all the shareholders, they came together and they said, hey, this is our, this is Elon's compensation package. If you hit these extraordinary, you know, high in the sky type of goals, we're going to reward you appropriately. And Elon did what my people thought would be the impossible. And then judge came in, in that case in Delaware, said, you know what? Nope. We're going to, because of a couple, one or two shareholders, they're going to file a lawsuit. You know what? We're just going to have, a, we're going to wipe away your compensation. You basically just work for free, Elon. So instead of getting a 50 plus billion, or about, I think it's 30 to $50 billion in compensation, which again, he earned. The shareholders, the board directors, they all agreed to that. And the stock went up and the sales went up. Everyone won. And yet, the Delaware judge was like, you know what? No, it's going to take that away from you. And they had a direct correlation. Elon Musk moved SpaceX quick down to Texas in terms of their incorporation. And again, they're going to be moving more and more companies out of those similar areas. In this case, there's rumors that there's going to be a trucker's boycott where truckers are going to refuse to take deliveries into New York. And again, if you're doing business there, you start a business there, 
this is a huge amount of risk. When Kevin brought up some exceptional points, especially the competition, other states are much, much more welcome to entrepreneurs and businesses. Not only just with lower taxes, but also lower regulation, more business-friendly laws. It's one of those things where it's getting more and more difficult to start a business, yet alone run a business, in places like New York. Very similar to the exodus we're seeing in California, where more companies are relocating out of California than ever before. And spoiler alert, they're all going to states that are very much better for businesses, and truth be told, I would argue, better for people. Places where, for example, you don't have an income tax in Texas. That's pretty, that's an exceptional benefit, I would say, at the very least. And there's also a of other benefits. But maybe I'm alone in this assessment. Let's jump into the comments and find out. Again, that got 7.4 million views within the first 24 hours and 98,000 likes. Wouldn't there be many companies? Oh, geez, Louise. Good little touch screens. Half the time they work awesome. Half the time they don't. Let's see here. So one of the first comments comes from... Western Lensman, he says, quote, thanks for amplifying this, Colin. Here's another clip people might want to see. The real reason they went after Trump in New York, a political vendetta. If you see, if you like these clips, please consider a follow. Let's see what they're saying the really quick. The president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. What was that the old saying about politicians? If it wasn't for their belief in hypocrisy, they'd have no belief in all at all or something to that effect? That's her campaigning, calling out Trump, saying he's not the legitimate president. What else we she say? Get ready to mobilize, and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won, but more importantly, until Trump is defeated. Sure sounds like she has, maybe she has a bias. What might they, probably? Some would actually say maybe she's calling her violence. But again, rules for thee, but not for me, as many people have said. That got 6.5 thousand likes. Kyle Rugg responded saying the face of evil. That got 4.9 thousand likes. Old School Eddie chimed in saying, quote, he laid it out perfectly. New York City is a dangerous place to do business, unquote. Getting 2.2 thousand likes. Paul Zuzupa says, quote, Kevin O'Leary is great. He's likable and comes armed with logic and receipts. He made a huge fortune knowing how to deal with uh, reality. Conversely, CNN lives in fantasy land, and that's why they're going out of business. Great to see Ke Kevin school the fake news. I'm going to gain 4.2 thousand likes. We also have our favorite leftist, Luke Zlisky. Well, we don't really like him. We don't really know him at all. But nevertheless, he is a leftist that I follow on X Twitter just to give us some contradictory viewpoints and some additional data that we might not normally see at the top of the responses. So that's why... He's consistently called out as one of the top responses because I follow him. Now, Luke says, quote, he's probably thinking about, or sorry, he's probably thinking about running and knows MAGAs are suckers for this crap, unquote, LOL, unquote. Now, some might say that's mentally vacuous. I tend to agree with that. But that did get 45 likes. So people do agree, or 45 people, or robots, did agree with that specific statement, which Again, as Kevin brought up, again, no one was, there was no victim in this. No one was hurt. And truth be told, the bankers want to do more business with Trump. They made money from this. Everyone did. But again, it seems to be pretty, well, let me know if you think differently. It seems pretty straightforward political persecution. Let's see here. Peace must have quote, group. Grant Cardone says his company, Cardone Capital, won't be doing any business in New York following the $355 million fraud case ruling against Donald Trump. You're going to see a lot of this, unquote, getting 3.7 thousand likes. Kathleen Wichold says, quote, they're simply destroying New York to go after one man. DJT, it's lunacy, unquote, getting 517 likes. Uh, let's see. Shayana says, quote, Never forget the judge who fined Donald Trump's $364 million, laughed, smirked, and smiled at the camera in court. This isn't about justice. These people are openly celebrating what they're doing. Let me pull up that. Where they will be thrilled. And that's the... Uh, that's just... Yeah, the camera just goes to the judge and just gives the most evil smirk. Well, probably one of the top evil smirks I've seen in quite some time. That did get 2.1 thousand likes. Let's see here. Aye, there's that saying. 
He says, quote, the New York was, has proven this to be 100% true. And is a screenshot of Donald Trump tweeting saying, quote, in reality, they're not going, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. Unquote, gained 1,000 likes. Jericho says, quote, Kevin O'Leary nailed it. The New York City will pay a hefty price for not getting new businesses and losing ex existing businesses that moves to business-friendly state. New York City will be left with illegals and poor people. Who's going to pay the taxes to fund the city? Unquote, gained 1,000 likes. Well, the federal government just bailed them out. We've seen that happen before with places like Detroit, which, despite their ineptitudes, they keep voting the same way, they keep doing the same actions, and the government will bail them out subsequently. Even though, what was it, 2012? What was it, 2009 or 12? We were, we were, the U.S. taxpayers were assured the federal government wasn't going to do it, and of course, they did it. The Right Angle News Network says, quote, this is just another way for them to attack Trump, and we all know it. They don't have a leg to stand on, but they will come at him at every angle to try to take him down. It's clearly a witch hunt and election interference controlled by Democrats. I'm quoting 790 likes. Which again, can't but think of the timing. Why didn't this happen, well, decades ago? Or even just two or three years ago? I don't think it's a coincidence that all these lawsuits are coming right at, right at and during election season. Because again, it's taking Trump's resources, not just his monetary resources, it's taking a fiscal toll on him, costing him money, but it's also his time and energy. He has to do, in a lot of these instances, he has to go physically to these courtrooms. So that's time that he could be on the campaign trail. He could be visiting swing states, trying to increase the voter base or his prospective voter, voter base. And he's all tied up. And Kevin O'Leary, I think this statement's going to resonate with a lot of business owners, especially people who are maybe not politically active, which I would argue every business owner should be because, again, you might not care about politics, but politics very much cares about you. And I think a lot of businesses are start owners are starting to wake up to the fact that, oh yeah, this is this is gonna be the ripple effect is gonna be huge. I mean, it's a huge sign. I mean, the biggest red flag of all not to do business in New York. And they're just gonna start moving to more tax friendly, more business friendly places where the government's not gonna steal their business from them, they're not gonna find them with nor going to politically persecute them if they do. I mean, they wanna get into politics later. Well, they've seen what happens when someone like Trump did try to take away everything. Now, a lot of people are also thinking, well, if Trump doesn't have this capital in the bank, he doesn't have cash on hand. There's a lot of debate on how much he actually does have in the banks. But wasn't it, what if it is an instance where they're going to want to floor close, they want to, that settlement, or they want this money now, that's going to force them to maybe liquidate some of his other buildings. What the government comes in and goes, oh, yeah, you're trying to sell that building for $200 million? Well, we're going to say it's only worth $100 million because he didn't pay us in time. We're just going to take it. Again, these days, nothing is out of the realm of possibility. Because again, a lot of these things are things we've never seen before in our life. So it'll be interesting to see you know, what happens in terms of all, I mean, obviously he's gonna appeal this to try to get overturned, but you can't but think a lot of these judges are becoming more more just political activists. And if I were to look at the Magic 8-Ball for New York, I would have to say the outlook is not so good. Other interesting political news, you have Vivek and The Rock go viral at Daytona. Now, The Rock is known for allegedly not taking copious amounts of steroids, but somehow being in his 50s and more, as the youth might say, jacked now than ever, having more muscle mass than probably a, an entire sports balls team. Now, Vivek said, quote, most patriotic crowd I've seen in a long time. Start your engines, baby. Ready for Daytona 500. And one of the most viral pictures is of him standing with The Rock. Of course, he's in a tank top. And The Rock has some type of necklace. And he's wearing aviators inside, which a fashion profile in and of itself, as we all know. Real men always suit up, as we always should. Now, of course, The Rock is also a famous leftist. I mean, politically speaking, he's helped out Democratic candidates time and time again. So a lot of people know his political affiliations, or they at least know how much they can pay him for. Now, going to the comment section, I think there's... Spoiler alert, it's probably going to be some pushback because, again, of The Rock's or, you know, Dwight Johnson's background in terms of his political supportings. And a lot of people debate, does he have any real opinions? He seems to be just an amalgamation of every PR's wet dreams, I might say. He just says things that are not controversial. And the most boring interview of all was when he went on Joe Rogan and he barely gave any answers and he was just a talking billboard. It was almost like talking to a politician where they don't really tell you, they don't really give you an actual answer. They just dance around the question it's just and stall for time it I, a lot of people thought it was gonna be the interview of the year is i mean a lot of people there's a big allure i mean he's viral he's got 40 plus million followers on the instagram I mean, a lot of people think you know i mean the rock is great 
He's in the Fast and Furious films, which are, of course, I mean, they're billion-dollar films. Everyone sees them. And yet, that was one of the most boring interviews Joe Rogan has ever done, truth be told. And it was, a lot of people just roasted the interview. Now, going to the comments here, and again, they, for, it went pretty good. It got about 863,000 views, but only 21,000 likes. So it's not one of the effects most liked posts on social media. Again, this is from his ex-Twitter account. Now, going to the comment section, one of the first ones comes from Bruce Bruce Bain saying, quote, The Rock is a woke lib Biden-Harris taint liquor. I'm cooking 343 likes. Megatron says, quote, Man, I really liked you before I saw you were fanboying The Rock. He endorsed everything you say you're against. I'm cooking 161 likes. Now, ZNO said, never forget. And it is a video of The Rock with uh, the president, uh, Biden, as well as Kamala Harris. Well, thank you. Thank you for your work. Um, let me start off by saying, guys, I've been a lucky guy over the years in, in my life and my career to to have been part of and participated in some real defining moments. And I have never publicly endorsed a presidential candidate or a vice presidential candidate um, in my life, over my career. So I figured let's kick this conversation off this way by me officially uh, publicly endorsing you both. Uh, to become president and vice president of our great country. Thank oh, you. that's fantastic. Thank you, thank, you, thank you. Well, thank you. Now, the most viral result was that was everyone saying, remember, you don't want to be as dumb as a rock. And, of course, they had this video of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, that was probably not an insignificant contributing factor of how Biden got elected. Because, again, The Rock is viral. He's got 40-plus million followers on the Instagram or whatever. And a lot of people, America, worship celebrities. They think they know everything that's why they buy the alcohol beverages that they you know shill and all the other brands that they have endorsement deals with a lot of people there's a lot of faith in celebrities for some silly reason and this got again that video got 417 likes and again i think a lot of people are going to be calling the fat you know bringing this forth saying hey vivek this guy's everything you guess and i was gonna say i don't know let me pull up the video i don't know if vivek's kids are the age at which Fast and Furious would be an appropriate thing for them to watch, or if they know Dwayne Johnson from some of the movies, and maybe that's why he wanted the picture. Now, Monica says, quote, The Rock is not a patriot. He's a flip-flopper Democrat that only says what you want to hear to the cameras, depending on the crowd. Just an FYI, getting 450 likes. Trump.a said, I said, quote, The Rock is a cat liberal. A little bit of an alteration to make it moderately family friendly. I got 391 likes. America AF says, quote, I'm surprised The Rock took a picture with you, getting 137 likes. Let's see. A couple of people. Uh, try and find some more original ones. Yeah, some of the same people tweeting again. Uh, a lot of people are roasting Vivek saying, what, what are you thinking? Let's see. The Jenna Frito says, quote, the best slash most honest interview with Dwayne Johnson I've ever seen. It's him on Joe Rogan. It's only about, eh, it's only about a minute long, so let's give that a quick listen. Reading stuff and believing. Yeah, well, it was when I was a kid. Oh. Good old music will get it taken down. So that did get 16 likes, but again, it's just Dwayne The Rock Johnson avoiding the question, speaking in concepts, and not taking a real stand on anything or stance on anything. See if we got one more here. Cameron Gilliland says, quote, you're calling the Rocket Patriot, unquote, getting 10 likes. M. Sully says, quote, yeah, wouldn't have taken a picture with the Rock Puppet, unquote. And it's, again, the video of Dwayne the Rock Johnson doing the presidential endorsement. So this very well... Okay, we got a couple of people saying good. They like NASCAR, Vroom Vroom. Those are getting between one and three likes so we've been following Vivek for about a year now that's the most ratio he's ever gotten that's the most negative feedback ever bar none I mean usually you're always going to have your contrarians maybe say Vivek is usually maybe get 60% positive comments and responses on the social media I mean this is seem looks like he got 85% negative plus I mean, that is just awful. Because, again, I don't think anyone thinks 
Dwayne Johnson is really authentic or he really is nothing more than just a PR stunt. He doesn't really do anything except he pushes the brands that he owns. He doesn't do anything controversial. He's just someone who pretends to have no opinion. Like one of those friends that's really annoying because they'll never tell you how they're actually thinking. He just comes off as as one of those guys. So, again, it's fascinating to see the first time Vic really got ratioed in a bad way was with just a picture of him with Dwayne Johnson. Now, I don't, we'll see what Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson actually does. If he, I don't think he would ever actually endorse someone like, like Trump. But, yeah, in terms of political blunders, I, and again, Vivek's no longer running for Republican nominee. I mean, a lot of people are wondering where he'll land at the end of the day in terms of his prospective political career. But, I mean, taking a picture with someone as perceived and probably is inauthentic like The Rock certainly isn't doing any him any favors. Now going over to the business blunder of the day, you have General Motors halting the sale of the Chevy Colorado as well as the GMC Canyon due to software issues. Now, spoiler alert, those are the exact same vehicle, just with Ditcher and Cooper Tremont, so different badges slapped on with some little sticky tape. Now hopefully it'd be nice 3M adhesive, but I don't know, GM kind of cuts corners these days which explains a lot of things. Now, this comes to us thanks to Jamie at the Detroit Free Press. And specifically, they note that the stop sale affects all 2024 Chevy Colorado and GMC Canyon mid-sized trucks. Now, they noted that it was in order, they're stopping it in order to, quote, address intermediate software quality issues. They say that a fix has been identified and implemented into vehicles, and they began shipping to dealers we expect this hold to be lifted shortly so we can begin delivery vehicles consumers can quickly buy. Now, again, Kelly also declined, or GM declined to be more specific on the timing or the details of that. They just said, you know, these are, it's going to be fixed shortly. But that is kind of the downside of more and more of these vehicles being filled with more and more technologies becoming a glorified computer on wheels as opposed to a traditional vehicle. And again, you're introducing more features, more complexities, more variables and vectors of failure. So it's not too surprising that they're having the issues. Now, to get to the point where it's so bad they can't even sell the, the truck, that's going to piss off a lot of dealer, dealerships. Because again, dealerships don't have a base salary. They sell, they make money when they make a sale. So these dealerships, they're going to be pretty irate. And then consumers, for all 18 people who really want this product, I mean, they're going to be pretty irate to say the least. And I can't but think, eh, probably should probably fix the quality. And re- they keep saying how they want to invest everything to become an EV company and pushing that so hard. I mean, I, why not focus 110% on quality first as they are trying to completely revolutionize the company and take out an entirely new product category. And they are increasing their EV sales, but having, all these issues were a simple software. You have something like a software issue leading to the fact that they can't sell the vehicle. I mean, that certainly is the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone again for taking the time to tune in today. Trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of the month. So if you could click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Also leaving a comment and a thumbs up, thumbs down and sharing is also a great way to give us the additional feedback as well as help the channel grow. Lastly, don't forget to take the time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe, fight the good fight.